You can learn from the past. You can plan for the future. But you only have to deal with the present. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology and who wants to develop the most useful people and life skills for yourself and for the people around you. It is said that every time you find some humor in a situation, you win. And this might seem like a very simplistic statement, and it is. But the thing about humor is... It gives us a way to really step back and get a bigger picture of what's going on. This is at the root of all humor. This is why we like it as much. Because then we don't need to take the situation as seriously. This is why a light and humorous attitude to life is so useful. And also why it is so attractive to all of us. Many of us don't watch the news, because watching news on cable can be too depressing, can be too negative, and makes us feel powerless. But we will get our share of what's going on in the world through political satire that will get us the information in a way that is fun, that is not depressing, that will add wit and humor to the situation. Humor is a great way to alleviate any situation or any problem. And the more you can get that, the more attractive you become, the better able you become to deal with life situations. But even if you don't become a comic or a jester, the ability to see the bigger picture in any case is the main part of understanding what's really going on inside your own head and outside in the real world. And it is one of the stepping stones to making any change that you want to make by first stepping outside and seeing more than you did before. This episode is about dealing with any situations. And it really has more to do with the way you think and what you do with what you get. Because quite often we can feel overwhelmed when something happens or when something we expect to happen doesn't happen. And then we may go as far as feel disempowered or less than, which is a perfectly natural reaction to situations that we fall back on when everything else fails or when we don't develop an actionable plan or we don't know what to do to begin with. We don't have a clear idea in our mind's eye. And dealing with situations primarily is about understanding what's going on. And we could separate this into three areas. It is the inside world of what's going on in your head, your emotions that have been stirred up by something that happened on the outside your thoughts, repetitive patterns that you might have in your own head, as we all have, your beliefs that come from previous experiences, oftentimes outdated patterns 
that we've had since childhood. Then there's the outside world that is not under our control much of the time, directly, where other people do their things, and sometimes they do things onto us. And then the third one would be what you want, what you want to achieve, and what your plan is for that achievement. Because anytime anybody gets depressed, the underlying cause for that is a feeling of helplessness, a belief that you do not have what it takes or you can't affect what happens to you, which is an erroneous belief that to some degree we all have, to the degree that we haven't worked on it yet. You probably noticed that anytime you feel depressed or weak and you really take it apart to figure out, to find out what it is that you're not getting that you want, and then you construct a plan and you start on that plan, you make the first step, you gain momentum, and then the depression tends to disappear because it has nothing to feed on. So you can't be active, you can't be clear on what you want and how to get there and be depressed. You have to choose whether you want one or the other. And when you're clear, it is much easier to get out of your comfort zone, which is another key. We feel safe in our cocoon when we get depressed. We feel we don't need to do anything. We can get into this survival mode when we focus on physical survival almost, on getting your physical needs met, as in food and shelter, and we forfeit everything else. This has a biological function of keeping us safe, but more often than not, it really isn't the best way to cope with things. Now, the irony here is, the things that you fear the most, they don't really exist. When we get those thoughts, those beliefs, that the world is collapsing on us, that nothing will be okay anymore, we are lying to ourselves every time. And it's important to understand how this mindset works and understand that you're not sabotaging yourself. Your mind has a self-preservation program that will come up under certain conditions. And when it does, we need to remind ourselves that we are working with faulty information. Things are not the way they seem. If you go back to any time when you've had any overwhelming feeling, either positive or negative, and you look back at that moment, you know that there was something missing there. You only got one part of the equation. And this is a good thing to keep in mind. Emotions are not facts. They can give you some information, but when we feel overwhelming emotions, in almost every case, except for situations where there is dire physical danger, they almost never guide us to a better deal than we have. But they can give us a lot of insight 
into our minds, into our own history, and why we see the things the way we do. If you get the feeling that you're not as good as other people think, or as good as you think you should be, just step back for a moment and see where it comes from. What were the situations in your past that gave your then immature mind the information that is then used in particular situations to create a belief that you somehow still keep, at least in part. And when you do, appreciate it. Appreciate the belief because it once served a purpose. But now, after years or decades of life, of growing and building skills, chances are you don't need that particular mindset anymore. And you can create a better one. You can take the stem of this one and just change it, update it, so that it now serves you. Because as an adult, you almost never need to get depressed or passive or weak. You don't need anybody else to take care of you, physically or emotionally. And it doesn't mean that we should be completely emotionally self-sufficient, as in not needing people. Healthy relationships are the most important thing in life. But we can make sure that we enter those relationships as the most mature as we can be at the time. So focus on the last time when you felt any doubts about yourself, about your abilities or what you are worth, and see if you can find something that you did not see at the time. See the progress that you have made in your life and see if you can disprove the belief that you had in the past compared to where you're at now. Anytime you can do that, you get a fresh perspective. You will get to see something that you did not see before. And as I said in previous episodes, there are few things that can be more worthwhile and more useful than disproving yourself. When you've done this mental exercise, then you can accept yourself at every part of your life journey. Words and all, you get in control of what you will do next, because it will be less about those emotions that come up and take over, and much more about knowing exactly what you want to aim for and setting off, moving towards that goal, and then the next. You see, sometimes we face difficulties, not because we are doing something we shouldn't do, but because we are doing things right. Higher goals will lead to more difficulties, which is fine, because we will learn to deal with those better. So, a trouble-free life is not something anybody should aim for. You don't quite lose your fears in life, you just make them more worthwhile and more rewarding. In this day and age, with social media and all the FOMO, the fear of missing out they provide, it is easy to think that we should only be thinking good thoughts or we should always be happy and have positive emotions. And this is not the case, of course. Every emotion in your repertoire has a function. There are situations when we should feel angry 
or sad or grieving. There is a situation for each one of these. The point is to make those emotions support us, to be more positive, more constructive most of the time. We are more than our circumstance. It's good to remind ourselves that even if you've had a rough patch, a rough part of your life, bad things always end. They just do, even if it doesn't feel like they do. You have built strengths that you've used to overcome difficult situations in your past. Just like the rest of us. You know, the little trick that I like to use most of the time, there are some heavier calibers, but this one is very simple and lightweight. When there's a situation that I dislike or where I feel disempowered, I just ask myself the question, what do I like about this situation? Which is kind of a short for what is good in the situation and what I can learn from it or how I can grow. So you can ask any of these. And for me, the most important thing in life is evolution. It is not staying the same, but becoming more, learning more, and achieving more. Not necessarily in any material terms, but as a person. And the thing with difficulties is, they can always show you the way. They can teach you about your weakness. They can give you hints as to what you need to learn next or how you need to change your approach. And when you do that, the situation changes and it will present you with other challenges. And the more you do this, you get into this cycle of learning, reflecting, changing your attitude, getting your result, and then moving on to the next thing. This is why I put so much emphasis on learning and on building skills, because these are the best insurance policy that you can think of that'll make sure you can always move on from any situation and make your life and other people's lives even better. If you have any chance, any chance that you have of learning something new, empowering yourself in some way, just make it a habit to take that chance to learn the skill that'll allow you to get to a goal that other people won't even think of. You have a lot of strengths that other people don't even know about, that you don't know about. So what do you need to do is tap into those, realize what they are, and keep building them. Keep in mind the difference between what is inside of your mind and what is outside in the real world. What is in your control that you can change directly. What the tools are and how you can translate it into real-world results. What is the path for you personally? The best way to invest in your future is investing in yourself, in your skills, in the way you take care of yourself. Because nobody is really strong if they don't take good care of their own self. The more you make sure that you eat right, that you drink enough water, that you sleep your seven or eight hours a day, however much you need 
to be arrested. The more you invest in yourself, the farther you will get. The more engaged you are, the stronger you become. In the moment and over time. In anything that you do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. You can adjust your thoughts and your environment to better suit your goals. And it works best if you do it for other people's benefit. You can support this podcast by writing me a comment or suggestion at pdartofsd at gmail.com or just by telling your friends. Whatever you do today, leave the world a little better than you found it. Thank you.